It's a common misconception that drinking eight glasses of water a day is enough for healthy hydration. It is not, people, but sweat consists of water and sodium, which means that you need water plus electrolytes to stay properly hydrated. Thankfully, there are products like Element that have all your electrolyte needs covered. You can try Element Recharge Sample Pack by going to drinkelement.com. That's drinklmnt.com slash people for only the cost of shipping. Welcome to the People's Sports Podcast. I am Mark Titus. She is laughing, and her name is Charlotte Wilder. What's going on, Charlotte? What's, it, what's, going, what's going on in that brain of yours this week, right? Sometimes when we start, like right before we start rolling, we roll the intro, and you and I are just looking at each other. It feels like a laughing contest, like who breaks yeah. first, and I always break. And so when you go to intro the show, I'm laughing for no reason. <laughs> you know those You know those uh, uh, shows, most of them are scripted, but sometimes you'll get a behind-the-scenes look at like stand-up comedians or uh-huh. – um, Basically, like the the, uh, the that, that that's a move sometimes with stand up comedians where they show behind the scenes and then the stand ups like walking to the stage and you see the whole build up and then the curtains come in and they're like ladies and gentlemen Chris Rock and then the, the thing go and then the camera followed him the whole way yeah and then he comes out and the crowd's going nuts or something I don't know if Chris Rock's ever actually used that but he has, um, he has in tambourine in a special tambourine oh yeah there you go I it feels like every stand up <laughs> uh, those are, I always love those I find those so fascinating the reason I I pointed out is that uh, I want to tell the listeners that our version of that would be horrible it would are like our if you watch like the five minute lead up to starting the show it is I'm not interesting interested. it is not fun it is not like oh cool so that's what happens before they you know we, we see the the actual product uh it's it's terrible it would be um, me being like why don't my headphones work and you're like are they plugged in and i'm like yeah, yeah that's the problem <laughs> that's the only way i know how to fix them uh, a little housekeeping uh, out of the gate. We first of all, we have a thousand things to talk about this week, Charlotte. It is uh, it, it is a jam packed show. Um, we're going to be all over the place and try our best to to weave it all together, and we'll we'll fail because it's like, I mean, for God's sakes, we have uh, the NBA. Kevin Durant has the game of his life. It is all mm-hmm. anyone is talking about this morning um, until there's other stuff to talk about in the NBA, which is that everyone is out now. Kawhi Leonard Everyone. has maybe a torn ACL. We don't know yet. As of this recording, we the word is that the Clippers fear, I believe Shams tweeted that the Clippers fear it is an ACL injury, which is basically, you know, the writing's on the wall there. Right. As to what, you know, I don't want to speculate, but also the only time I ever say the words I don't want to speculate is, is when, when we're speculating. I really want to speculate. <laughs> um, so that's horrible. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, for God's sakes, a guy who is uh, uh, one of the one of the best players in the world, we'll call him that. But he's probably not the best player because of what Kevin Durant did and has everybody going crazy. Meanwhile, Chris Paul, the darling of these playoffs, we just did a list of the things that you want to see happen in sports. Yep. And the Suns win the title is is on your number one. And Chris Paul just had uh, what what happened to Chris Paul? Do you, he... do, you do we know exactly? Well, he's on the COVID list, Mark, and I have so many questions. I don't even know where to start. All right, um, well, we'll, 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 we'll unpack in a second. I just wanted okay. to like set the table of like stuff. Yes, we're going to talk about that too. Um, there's, there's, uh, he, he's, oh, by the way, as we were recording this, we just got word that LaMelo Ball won Rookie of the Year, uh, which poor run out for Anthony Edwards, but, uh, LaMelo Ball, that's exciting, I guess. That's yeah, a, you, I mean, good for him, a, right? You have a, you're, you're a Charlotte person. 
You're literally yeah. a Charlotte person. So. Literally a Charlotte person. The amount that I know about Charlotte basketball for someone who has a jersey that says Charlotte basketball on it, well, you know, yeah. not the basketball part, is comical. Um, we do have we do have some housekeeping, though, before we get to everything, which is that we are going to take a couple weeks off. Uh, mm-hmm. We uh, This is the last show for a few weeks. And we, the both of us are kind of on pre-vacation, as it turns out. We're, we're going to take a couple weeks off. And you're, uh-huh. where are you? You're in Maine? Yeah, we're both at our parents' house, Mark. Yeah. Which feels great to me, it's honestly. Funny. Yeah. This is like, yeah, I'm in Maine. Uh, I was just hanging out on the porch with my mom and dad, having a mm-hmm. lovely time. Echo, the dog is here, the German Shepherd. Mm. I, I don't think I could have done the dog show if I hadn't known that I was going to see Echo like two days later because I have spent the entire time on the floor with her so far. Um, but yeah, you know, we are, we're going to, we're geared up for big fall. We're gonna we have, are, yeah. We're going to have a very busy fall, and um, July and August is going to be preparing for that fall and trying to make sure that we don't let everybody down this fall yeah. uh, when we go on our, our road show. And so um, you're on vacation next week. I'm on vacation the week after that. We're yep. both sort of all over the place in the meantime. Um, so we're going to make this a doozy of a show. We're going to make it like 15 hours long so you can listen we to are. it over the next two weeks. <laughs> we are, uh, yeah, we are going to follow in the NBA's footsteps and have an off season in the last two weeks. So then yep. that way when we come back, we get injured and our vocal cords don't work and we didn't take enough rest. And <laughs> yeah, perfect, perfect. I love it. You, uh, it you are apart. wearing a golf outfit. I am, yeah. So I uh, I just got off, I, I'm not even kidding, like 10 minutes ago, just got done golf. My parents... Um, the, the house I'm in is not my parents. It's not the place I grew up in. I'm in South Carolina. My parents, uh, my, my brother-in-law and sister just moved down here. My brother-in-law got a big promotion, uh, and they have kids and my parents want to see their grandkids. So my, my parents just recently got a condo down in South Carolina and the whole family is down here. Cause my, my, my sister and brother moved down this week. My parents like move are moving into their condo. I surprised the family. They didn't know I was flying in. Um, so I showed up and my, my parents condo is on a golf course and we were stuck in a, in the middle of a heated round with my brother, my dad and I, um, Mm -hmm. we were golfing and it was, it was very contentious. It came down to the wire. I, uh, I hurt my wrist very badly. I was hitting a fat. Do you know what, do you play golf, Charlotte? Do you know what hitting a fat means? Yeah, I play golf. Okay. (laughs) Come on. Hitting a fat. Obviously everybody knows what that means. That means I was hitting I was hitting the ball so fat I was not even hitting the ball. I was hitting like three feet behind the ball and I sprained my wrist and we had a moment, Charlotte. Like this was the most captivating moment maybe in sports history. I was Charlie Conway out there with the golf club, making sure my wrist was okay. Uh-huh. Or that's Adam oh. Banks. Oh my god. I blew the I blew the Mighty Ducks reference. It was Adam Banks that hurt his wrist. That's right. And then his wrist was fine and Charlie said you can take my spot, Adam. God damn it. Oh I my it. god, um, you were so close. But we finished the round, and uh, my brother and I tied, and I just wanted to call my brother out because he listens to our show that every time I golf with my brother, we always find a way to tie, and I don't know how that happens. But I do know how it happens, which is that we both know going into the final hole what we need to do mm-hmm. to, like, beat each other. Yeah. And then, and then, like, whoever makes the putt first is, like, the other guy will be like, what'd you get? You say it out loud. You do the math in your head. Then you make your putt, and then you say, what'd you get? And then you always say the number that ties every single time because you know that you actually lost. So that's what happened. And I think my brother lied about what he shot. So anyway. (gasps) Oh, wait. That's amazing. See, I was thinking that could go either way. It could be that you're such good friends, such lovely brothers to each other that you want to spur each other's feelings. But it's actually that neither of you wants to lose. So if you lie and tie, you're not lying about winning because that's unacceptable, but you just tied. 
he was up by one stroke on the final hole, and I I pipe mine down the middle. Mm. He hits his out of bounds. It's his fair is uh, drive, mm-hmm. and then we keep playing out the hole. I didn't really have a great hole, but it was whatever. I think I ended up parring it, uh-huh. and then I asked him what he got, and he said bogey. And I was like, there is no way you bogey this. There is no way you bogey this. But... Okay, I have a question mark. Anyway, when you play golf. Do you play eighteen holes? Yeah, of course. That's entirely too many holes. It's too many holes. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of holes. I always I have I never played. I'm gonna be honest. I played a lot of golf growing up. Well, you know, a fair. I've never played 18 holes of golf in my life. It's a lot of holes. It my is, ideal uh, golf outing is I go with my dad. We play four holes. I'm like I'm yeah. good, and we go home. <laughs> yeah, I I'm with you on that. Nine nine isn't enough though. I'm I'm about put me down for like 14 and a half. I think, yeah. like, it depends on how my drive goes on hole 14 or hole 15, whether I can finish 15. But By the time that, we get like, to the Oof. seventh hole, I'm like, I'm just going to ride in the cart. Like, if we <laughs> ever go golfing together, which we should, because that'd be incredible content, I just, I will give up by the seventh hole, I guarantee. I just get, I'm like, I'm bored. I'll hang out, but, like, I'm sick of doing this. You just start hammering beers at that point. That's, I think that's how it works. Yeah. Um. I got. I got to. Uh, before we get to the NBA stuff, because I, mm-hmm. I do want to talk a lot about that. We got to talk about the Suns and Four guy, by the way, which you have not seen oh that God. video yet. No, that we're correct? gonna watch that. Gonna I'm watch gonna watch that live for the first time here because this is. Remember when it was March Madness and you would come on the show and be like, "I'm sorry, I have no idea what's going on except for college yeah. basketball." That's how I felt this weekend with the dog show. <laughs> and the thing about that is that there was actually a lot going on. Like it was the NBA playoffs. Like mm. shit's been happening, and I was just you know palling around with miniature schnauzers. So I need to. I and and when we when I realized I hadn't watched the video yesterday, and we were in the planning meeting, I was like, no, no, no. I think it's funnier if we hold on if, and do this live. A genuine reaction. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're aware of it. You're aware mm-hmm. that this is this has swept the uh, internet by storm. This was yeah. the talk of the NBA before Kevin Durant, and then the news today of Kawhi and, and CP3. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll watch that. Before we get to that, I have a story for you. I have an Aaron Rodgers update because we are an Aaron Rodgers update. I mean, I don't. I, I feel like Pat McAfee's show is probably the Aaron Rodgers podcast, given that Aaron Rodgers goes on his show all the time and like breaks actual Aaron Rodgers news on that show. But I would mm-hmm. say we're second, are we not? Like, are yeah. we, have we we've positioned ourselves? We talk. We're like the we're the we're, the, we're more the Sharon. Shay, what's her name? Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That's their celebrity couple name. That They're is Sharon. their celebrity couple, Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> They're like a, a middle-aged mom in in uh, you know Acton, Massachusetts. Sharon, um, we are we are the Shailene Woodley, I guess, podcast, which is yeah. uh, by extension the Aaron Rodgers podcast. So um, I ha- I have a very juicy update, and the update is this. So uh, I'm I'm going to give our listeners the backstory on this. So, um. I don't know how much I'm at liberty to give away, but uh, I'll say this: I I I know a guy who was <laughs> <laughs> every every hmm. every story you can definitely trust starts with I know. Yeah, a guy. starts with I know a guy. Uh huh. Um. So there's there's a a facility, a workout facility in the Valley of Los Angeles is what we'll mm-hmm. call it in the San Fernando Valley. I believe it's called the San Fernando Valley. Everyone just calls it the Valley, and no one ever talks says exactly what it is. I think it's the San Fernando Valley. Um. The Valley in LA, there's there's a facility where uh, athletes work out, and mm-hmm. uh, I I know somebody who is at this facility where uh, there are a lot of uh, NBA draft hopefuls are working out there. 
Um, there are athletes of various varieties. My 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 source, we'll call him. Uh, <laughs> your is guy. Not a, is, no, Mark. My he's guy, your guy. My guy is not an athlete. He was. He is uh, tangentially related to the sports world. Uh, we'll put it that way. Uh, he is at this facility. These guys are working out. He, he, the, the, the basketball guys are working out. He is uh, on a golf simulator at the facility. And he turns and looks, as he's on a golf simulator that overlooks a lot of basketball courts, there are uh, a bunch of NBA draft prospects working out on one of them. On another basketball court is a man with a man bun putting up jump shots who goes by the name of Aaron Rodgers. And this caught his attention because he's like, what the hell? This, this, is, this man has been dominating sports talk you know obviously this is this is kind of the story in the nfl right now is what the hell is aaron Rodgers going to do right is like coming it's a back big to the deal Packers? to see to get eyes on aaron Rodgers alone is we have a huge eyes deal. we have eyes on aaron Rodgers. he's in this facility he's putting but he's putting up jump shots charlotte what does that mean what does that tell us we're trying to we're trying to track it figure it all out so he keeps monitoring the situation and and so th- this is this is the part i want to i want to uh uh pause and say this is what i had told charlotte so I, I meet my source <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> He's a friend of mine. I, it makes it sound like it makes it sound like I'm like, like I got deep throat. I got it's a like, deep throat this, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My source is a buddy of mine that I've known mm-hmm. forever, and uh, he was he was in LA. We went to dinner, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I was at the I was at the facility, and I saw Aaron Rodgers, and he shows me a video." And Aaron Rodgers is, is shooting jump shots, and then he's like, "And look at this! Here he is throwing a football, and he's he's throwing a he's he's working out doing football drills, and he's throwing a football to a guy that I can't see who it is, but the guy looks athletic. We'll, we'll just put it at that. Okay. The guy the guy looks like an athlete, and I was like, "Who's he throwing with?" And he says, "Cap," and I said, "Oh my god!" And I my my mind blew, and I called you, and I said, "Oh no. Charlotte." Oh, no. <laughs> You see where this is going, don't you? I had a feeling. I had, Can I pick up from here? Can I say pick what you said here. to me? Pick up from here. So I get a call at the dog show. I'm sitting behind the trailer. I just got COVID tested. I'm like, I'm vaccinated. They're like, we don't care. So I'm waiting like 30 minutes for my wrap and my test to run. Sitting sitting behind the trailer under a tent, Mark's like, I have huge news. Huge and news. And I'm like, oh my God. And he's like, huge Aaron Rodgers news. And I'm like, there. that is the... I can't think of a better sentence anyone could say to me. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was like, what is it? And you were like, my butt, you explain, you set up the whole thing. And you're like, yep. and he's throwing a football with Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> and I lose my shit. I was like, rightfully so. Right. I was like, you got to get this video, man. This is the mm-hmm. hugest news. I was like, oh my God, can you imagine like all the daily show, all the talk shows, all the sports mm-hmm. news, they're going to have to credit the people sports podcast. Mm-hmm. This is huge. Don't hear anything from you from a week. The last thing I hear, I mean, not from a week, like for over about this over the weekend. The last thing I hear is uh, I have a I have a pretty silly story to tell it's, you. It's a funny update. Yeah. So we're, when we were at dinner, he shows me the video and I was like, let me see that again. And he gets very defensive. He's like, no. And the way he, he was, I was like, dude, just let me see it. And he's like, you're going to, you're going to send it to yourself and tweet it. And I was like, yeah, duh. But also like, <laughs> let me see it. Like what's going on? Like I, I, I need eyes on the video. Cause I, I didn't get a great look at it. Um, 
But I, 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 I was like, all right, fine. You don't need to, you don't need to give me the video. Like I, I saw it with my own eyes. You told me who it was. That's all I need. So I, I, so anyway, fast forward to the next day, I'm golfing with the same buddy. And I, I turned to him and I was like, dude, just get, just send me that. Like, who cares? Like no one, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't, someone's going to figure this out anyway, that Aaron Rodgers and Colin Kaepernick are working out together. Um, someone's going to get credit. Someone is going to, this is going to be a story. Why not me? Why just give me the story. And he, he looks at me and he's like, what are you talking about, Colin Kaepernick? And I was like, you said Cap. He said he's working out with Cap. He goes, I said Cat. Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> and my question to you, Charlotte, is this. Is that, are, 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 is Cat that ubiquitous? Do we just call him Cat? Like, I understand that's how we spell it out, K-A-T. But you just call him Cat? No, I've never heard Carl, like... I've seen it tweeted maybe, or like people who know him well refer yeah, you, to him that way. Yeah, you do K-A-T in all caps when you tweet it, but you don't call him Cat. You're like, do, do you hear NBA players be like, yeah, you know, like Cat had a great game. The, is that a thing? I've never heard I've, that said before in my entire life. So is this my fault is my question. How, how, how much does this fall on me that I got you titillated thinking that we had the biggest story in sports media for the entire season that <laughs> like two, two very explosive headline grabbing quarterbacks were working out together dude i have never i was like i was like this is gonna put us on the map we're gonna be the number one podcast i was like we gotta make this show really good because it's gonna be the most listened to one yet because we're breaking aaron Rodgers' news instead it said oh do you want to know our news our news is that aaron Rodgers is throwing a football with carl anthony Towns. still pretty good news <laughs> if i may say so i mean that's like still I mean, interesting yeah, to right? me, what it shows us is that either Cat, um, as we will now Kat. call him, is interested in a career in football, or Rodgers so. is thinking about pivoting to, to basketball. Yeah. Well, in all seriousness, what it tells me is Aaron Rodgers is not retiring, and it bummed me out because, I like know. the the moment the moment I heard about this and then saw a video of him putting up jet, like whether he's screwing around or like I don't know what he's doing, but he's obviously in a gym working out. And he's not in Hawaii chasing waterfalls with his fiance and Miles Teller anymore. Um, mm -hmm. And the, and I don't think you go to a facility in the Valley of without Los giving too much away. It's the kind of facility that you don't go to unless you're still going to play sports. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, you know, I think if like, you're retired, you're done. Yeah. So if you're retired, people, you're not showing up at yeah. this kind of situation. So which is hey, which that's news in and of itself. Also, right. Maybe California has some, you know, just has something to do with it. You know, Aaron mm -hmm. Rodgers spotted in California working out. You know, there have yep, been some yep. Niners okay. rumors before. Okay. There were, yep. uh, also, L.A. is where every athlete in the world goes in the offseason, so it probably tells us nothing. But it I'm tells just us absolutely saying. nothing. His wife is an actor, or his fiance is a, is a Hollywood actress. Can so I just say, definitely doesn't tell us anything, but. I can't think of a more perfect news break for this yeah. show. Then it's what so just good. happened? It's so good. But I, I'm trying, again, I'm trying to figure out how embarrassed I should be about calling you. Um, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, uh, don't be embarrassed at all. Yeah. Okay. If but you it is couldn't funny. see who the person, <laughs> no, listen, this is, I mean, maybe it's, maybe I'm just saying that so that the next time I think I've broken news and it turns out I'm wrong, you won't tell me I should be embarrassed because, but okay. this is something I would 100, are you kidding me? Like I would 100, 100% do this. I'd be like, Cat, cat sounds like Cap. I've never yeah. heard Carl Anthony Towns called Cat. <laughs> you can't see who it is. 
you're at dinner, so you're not sober, probably. And you're just like, oh, man, I've got the scoop of the century. Now I'm sort of like willing it to happen. Maybe if we put it out there, Aaron Rodgers, because we know he's online because he was recently seen in a video with Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson, Bryson DeChambeau, because they're doing one of those celebrity match things. And he was wearing Mm -hmm. a T-shirt that said, I'm offended. And he's in this whole spat with the Packers right now. So we know he knows what he's doing. So maybe Rodgers, I love that I live in this world where Aaron Rodgers knows that our podcast exists. And yeah, maybe he probably he doesn't, Charlotte, but that's okay. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he hears yeah. this, and then he seeks out Colin Kaepernick, and we end up being right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there were there was a lot of talk out there in the sports world that Aaron Rodgers was probably retired. Um, it was definitely a thing, right? That was definitely not just something that I yeah. had made up on this show. Uh, so I guess that's the breaking news. The breaking news is that the story that I made up is like I went full circle on this thing. Like I made up that he was retiring, and then now I have confirmation that he's not. And like I'm back to report that. I, and like everyone listening is like, yeah, dude, duh, we know that. Like we've all we never once. You're refuting your own reports now. I was like, yes, that's what I'm doing. We just the wheels are just spinning, and there's I no one's moving that, at all. That you that a few minutes ago you said not to speculate, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know I think that this anyway. Mark this this segues perfectly into what we want to talk about though because today what we want to talk about we mentioned Kevin Durant we mentioned yep. Sons and Four we mentioned Chris Paul. I brought up the Brady, like everything that's happening now is is somewhat related. We're kind of living through meme history. Like there's real sports it's, stuff happening, yeah. But there are there are very specific images and sort of moments of performance art that is only happening because fans are back. And I think that all of these things have that through line. That all of yeah. this is is somewhat memeable. And you were the original meme. We had 15 months, Mark were the only memes were Tom Brady holding up four fingers for fourth down mm-hmm. and you trying to meme Brad Stevens to IU. And now yeah. fans are back in the stands. Yeah. We're ready to go. <laughs> let's unpack all of it. Let's un- let's unpack uh, everything. That's good. Speaking of uh, Rodgers and Durant, I-, I didn't even think about it till I heard you making the segue into yeah. more of the NBA world from Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers and Kevin Durant feel very similar to me. Wow. And I want to, I, I haven't really given this any thought until I just heard you say this. But if Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing for the Packers his entire career and was bouncing around, because here, here's, here's a big picture thought about Kevin Durant. As we were watching yeah. Kevin Durant last night have what people are calling the best playoff game of his life. Um, uh, it, it, I, I saw the phrase best player in the world being thrown around a bunch, which like, I don't know how NBA media works. I'm trying to figure this out. I swear to God, these people get a memo from the league. Like the, everybody <laughs> uses the same phrase. Like whenever whenever a kid under 25 has a big game, every single NBA person says the league is in good hands. Nobody says yep. the league has a bunch of really good young players. Nobody says, "Wow, this is cool." How the next the next wave of players is great. Nobody says, <laughs> "No." Well, you know, the future is bright. No one says the future is bright. They say the league is in good hands. That is the phrase. And last night, Kevin Durant, what do you have? Forty nine points, seventeen rebounds. Like make up, honestly, pull numbers out of a hat. Uh, that that's what he had. There was, it was a triple insane. double tossed in there somewhere. Forty eight minutes. I mean, unbelievable. He played every minute. Yeah. yeah. Name one stat that you would find impressive. He did that, and then he did every other stat impressive as well. Um, and the phrase that everyone was using was best player in the world, which like I'm not going to refute that. The way he played last night, he probably right. is right now the best player in the world. I just like I'm scratching my head. I'm like, did did a memo go out that like we're all supposed to use the phrase not the best player on earth, not the best player in the NBA, the best player 
in the in world? The I don't world. know. It was it was very strange how the NBA media works. I'm trying to figure that out still. It, that is strange because, you know, I it, it was the kind of game that made you think it sort of stopped you in your tracks. Like when he hit that last three, you were like, how on earth is it yeah, possible? Yeah, and then, and then he did the, he did the uh, 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 if we're talking about memes, the, uh, what's the one where the guy, um, the all, all I can think is the oof load size, and the guy's like, oof. Like, that, <laughs> yeah, like Kevin Durant yeah. made that he face. Went, when he, he did like the, oof. <laughs> right, totally. And then and then the hug with Steve Nash. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that sort of turned into a thing. But I, the, the reason that I, I bring that last shot up is because that was a culmination of a game that probably was the the point at which the PR person sent out the memo the that memo. was like, here's the headline. And then I read an article this morning that was called Kevin Durant is the best player in the world. And I was like, yes. what are, and it was like, move over LeBron. And I was like, yeah. I'm sorry, what are we actually doing? Like, ho- but just what wait are we until, doing? wait until, I mean, Kawhi, uh, knock on wood, hopefully he can play. Uh, I, I, I assume most people mm. that are hearing this probably, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to end up being bad news because that's where I don't it think seems it's like great, it's headed. Mark. Um, but if Kawhi wasn't injured, Kawhi has an awesome game five for the Clippers and everyone's calling him the best player in the world. And then like fast forward to, you know, the, 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 the to, to Luka Doncic next year has a triple double where he scores 61 points and he's the best player. It's, it's a never any day with the, um, but back to the, back to the original point I was going to make about Durant yeah. is it, it dawned on me watching Kevin Durant go nuts. Uh, a lot of people were, were obviously coming out and saying, this is, this is awesome. This is Kevin Durant is the, one of the best scores I've ever seen. Maybe not, mm-hmm. maybe the best score. It does not feel to me though, Charlotte, that Kevin Durant has fans though. I feel like Kevin Durant and you can stop me. I, this is one man's opinion. So stop me if you disagree okay. by all means. Yeah. Uh, my read on it is that Kevin Durant has admirers. He does not have fans. Kevin Durant does not have uh, what, what the teenagers would call stands. He does not have people in the replies that are going to bat for him that, that would fight to the death to, to defend his honor and his legacy and all that. He is, he is, uh, and he has created, he has made this bet on, by his own doing. He is uh, through, through decisions off the court, whether it's teaming up with super teams, it turns a lot mm-hmm. of people off, whether mm-hmm. it's trolling people on the internet with burner accounts, uh, whether it's his press conference, like his whole persona. Um, and, and also he's kind of frankly, like said as much in, in interviews that he's like, I don't care about legacy. I don't care about like where I rank. I don't care. Like he, he, he has chirped at reporters about that. You media people are corny as hell. None of this matters to me. Please stop talking. And I think through through all of that, there there are not people fighting for Kevin Durant's place in the pantheon, pantheon, you know, like the the pyramid, whatever the hell the the way people NBA people talk about, like where do we rank guys, all that stuff. It does not feel like people want to fight for Kevin Durant. And I find that fascinating because uh, as we were talking about Aaron Rodgers, it feels to me like the only people who are Aaron Rodgers fans are Packers fans. And now that Aaron Rodgers has like kind of spoiled his relationship with the Packers. I wonder, is Aaron Rodgers similar to Kevin Durant, where he's like this this generational player, goat-tier player, who does not have quote-unquote fans in the way that like a Tom Brady would, where you're, Tom Brady could go off the Buccaneers and go play for the Chargers now. Charlotte Wilder would cheer for, for, will cheer for Tom Brady. Tom Brady could go play in the Canadian Football League. Charlotte Wilder will cheer for Tom Brady, right? Like you're a Tom Brady fan. The way I sort of was a Peyton Manning fan when he went to the Broncos, and I would, I, you know, I feel like Aaron Rodgers doesn't really have fans. I feel like Kevin Durant doesn't have fans. That's my connection I just made. Your thoughts? So I'm interested that you say you don't think Aaron Rodgers has fans because I feel like I know a lot of people who are not necessarily Packers. Yeah, I guess 
No, I think you're right in that both of them are unmistakably brilliant at what they do. Both of them, you cannot, there is not a single person alive who can say either of those people are bad at playing the sport that they play. Just not possible. Mm -hmm. Like, however, Durant doesn't have people who, I, I, there, there are far more people who would say a different player is their favorite player than they mm-hmm. would say Durant is, but they would probably be very ready to admit that Durant is a better player than their favorite player. Yeah, and yeah. and I, I think Rogers is a weird guy in that, like every once in a while, he'll show up in a presser after a game wearing a bolo tie and a cowboy hat and like have a different accent. And I think uh-huh. that some people don't know how to handle that. And he hasn't won enough to be won enough rings for people to be like he is unmistakably great. And Durant has done it in ways that people have problems with. So mm-hmm. I can I can totally see that. But what I think is happening with Durant right now is that for all I've always sort of admired him. Like I don't know that you can say it's hard to be a fan of Kevin Durant because he is so perplexing, especially with what he does on the internet and how he mm-hmm. like he he I'm just very confused by him all the time. I've always he, it feels like he doesn't want fans. It feels like he's alienating. Yeah. He's on he's purposely alienating himself from the fan base, from the media, from and and he might have his reasons and they might make a ton of sense to him, but it is uh, certainly unique from what you see from other superstar athletes, right? Right, he's not asking anyone to like him. It's like it's like he's an anti-hero minus the hero part almost. But I've always I've always admired like when he went to the Warriors, I was I was like I get it, man. Like if this is a selfless like if I'm a selfish person in terms of like wanting to win rings, if that's the way we talk about it, I was like of course he's going to go there. Why wouldn't he go there? But then yeah. he goes to Brooklyn and I realized something last night watching him watching him play Watching Nets fans lose their mind, Nets fans who are very mad at me for saying they don't exist. First of all, do not never exist, said that. We're not going into all, that. All the shots to the crowd, by the way, uh, as the Nets fans are losing their mind, are just like guys wearing like pastel polos, you know, and like, no, there's not a, there's, there, there's no groups of people wearing Nets jerseys and yeah, Nets fans don't exist. Come at me. All the Nets fans going to Charlotte, come at me, please. I welcome it. Go to Mark. I, I, Go to I, Mark. I, I, please. You don't exist though. So I'm not, I have nothing to worry about. But what I realized, Mark, <laughs> is that, <laughs> I just, you're right. what I realized is that this is a fan base that nobody like really likes or respects or thinks is real with the player that everyone's like, yeah, you're really good. But like, what have you, like, we don't love you. They are made for each other. They are what each other needs to feel an us against the world mentality, to feel like they are coming into their own. Nets fans are like, we have the best player in the world right now. Come at us. Durant is like, I'm the best player in the world for a disrespected team. Like, it is the ultimate chip on your shoulder, something to prove moment for both the fan base and Durant in a way that I'm like, oh my God, they found each other. It's like, it's like when two people that you weren't sure were ever going to find love, find love yeah. and find each other. That's what this feels like to me. Classic underdog story of three uh, <laughs> Hall of Fame players teaming up together with a Hall of Fame. But that's what I mean. Like, there's... There's in no the word biggest for city it. in this country. Yeah, it's they, like they have <laughs> chips on their shoulder in a way that you're like, how can you have a chip on? It's like Tom Brady yeah. constantly being like, I was a sixth round pick. Yeah, and it's like Tom, you're no longer. No one looks at you as the sixth round pick anymore. But he still right. pretends like people, yeah, doubt him and all of that. And it's you the know, opposite. Kyrie, Harden, Durant, they're like against all odds, and the Nets fans are like against all odds. Seven years ago, we yeah. 
started to exist. You know, <laughs> you know? like it just feels but, like this is what each other needs. Yeah. I, the, the, what stood out to me last night, though, was was in talking about uh, Durant maybe not having fans. Because again, I think he, I, th- I think the way to phrase it would be admirers. Because I, I do think Aaron Rodgers fits that same bill. That like people, I I love watching Aaron Rodgers play football. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan right. though. Like if you told me Aaron Rodgers isn't a top ten quarterback, I'd be like, I disagree. But whatever, I don't care that much. And I think that's like, mo- and and Aaron Rodgers might be my favorite football player to watch. But I don't. There's there's something about him. Like I'm not like stirred to like defend the guy or like get excited about and that that's similar to Kevin Durant but I feel like last night was a a might been a a, a turning point in that sort of uh the thought process towards Kevin Durant given that uh th- this was exactly I guess what everyone wanted to see from him the main criticism of Kevin Durant um as you know Charlotte is that mm-hmm. he it, with the exception of his first season when he played for the Seattle SuperSonics people forget he was actually on the last team in Seattle um Every other season of NBA basketball that this man has played, he has had a guy who is either a future or a former or a current MVP as a teammate. Yep. That is insane. That is absolutely insane. That is, it's probably unprecedented. I can't imagine there's ever been a Hall of Fame type player that has had an MVP, basically a, a teammate who's been an MVP his entire career. So yes, Kevin Durant has won two finals MVPs. Yes, uh, the, the, the Nets are heavy favorites to, to win the, the title or they were before they had these injuries uh, uh, pop up. All of this is true. He, he is undoubtedly one of the greatest scorers of all time, if not the, for, for some people, the best pure scorer we have ever seen. He is currently, as it stands, the, the best player in the world. The NBA media has told us <laughs> that is the case. But through all of that, there is still like the, the, the question of, can Kevin Durant do this on his own? We have seen like guys like LeBron James carry garbage teams to the finals. We have seen, um, we, we have seen people have quote unquote their own team. Kevin Durant has never had his own team and he has never done it on his own until last night when James Harden the, is, is, is limping through useless, uh, useless. Zero for six in the first, what 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Did he played, but did he really probably not? Uh, Kyrie Irving is still out. Um, and I know Blake Griffin is still on the roster. He's not the he's not the Blake Griffin we all know and love, even though he he kind of shows sides of life every so often. Uh, Jeff Green played awesome, but he is he's long in the tooth as well. He is not vintage Griff, Jeff Green, and also Jeff Green's not Jeff Green has never been like you know. No one's like oh Jeff Green, Calder. my yeah, favorite yeah. player. So he's got he's got guys around him, but like last night checked all the boxes for this is. The, the situation we've wanted to see from Kevin Durant. This is why we wanted him to stay in Oklahoma City, even though Westbrook was still there at the same time. This is why when he was going to leave Golden State, we didn't want him to team up with a super team. We wanted him to go to, say, the Knicks and have his own thing where he is, he, this is this is the Kevin Durant team. And, we, and however far the Knicks go is how far Kevin Durant will take him. And last night, we finally got to see it. And I guess for some people, it's like, if you're, if you're a real serious Kevin Durant hater, maybe you look at that and instead of saying like, oh my God, wow, you did it. That's all I've ever wanted to see from you. Mm-hmm. Maybe now you're like, this proves that you don't need these guys. So why the hell do you keep teaming up with them? And maybe you just double down. Right. Um, but it does feel like a lot of people have, have uh, started to, th- th- this might end up, if, if Chris Paul, we, we don't, I don't know what his COVID situation is going to end up being, but if, uh, say the Nets go on to win the title and say James Harden never really comes back to full health because he does have an injury that uh, is lingering and, and, and might not ever get him back to the level that we, we come to expect from James Harden. Uh, Kyrie Irving, say he's out for a while. Maybe Kevin Durant wins a title with this team. And that's it. And then now he has fans, and now he has people that are like, "All right, I'm I'm with you, Kevin. This is awesome." Um, I don't know. That that was an inter- that that was my mindset as I was watching this. It was like we've seen Kevin Durant explode on a stage like this before, but this one felt different. I think that's why. 
I think you're right. And I think that something that is very bizarre to me is that we take these team sports and then we're like, if you didn't do it on your own, you're not a goat. And it's yes. like, what? Yes. Like, that is such a preposterous thing. And and I guess that when you get to a certain point where everyone is so good, the only way to differentiate who is better is who puts a team on their back more. But, like, we saw this. I, I, I wrote in my notes here for the show, try not to make a Patriots reference, but I'm going to. <laughs> I did, because I was like, don't do it, don't do it. But, like, when, when Brady and Belichick split up, the mm-hmm. entire narrative was like, who's going to do it on their own now? Brady did mm-hmm. it, silenced the haters, whatever, unmistakably the GOAT. You have guys like LeBron, where, like, the article I read that was, like, greatest player in the world was, like, this is what we wanted from him. We wanted to see him put his team on his back like LeBron. And then you have Durant do this in, I mean, I, like, he did. He did. And you're watching it, and you're like, wow, this if this guy weren't playing, this team would be totally screwed. But, like, mm-hmm. what a wild metric to be. And that then, would be like if you and I, say you and I had a podcast and there were, you know, a cast of, like, five people on it. And and someone was like, this is only a great podcast if everybody but Mark sucks and Mark still makes it a good show. I still care. Like, who, <laughs> like in what yeah. world? Or, like, you work, at, you work at a marketing firm and it's like, wow, the rest of this group is garbage, but that copywriter really salvaged it. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. I just, it is such a bizarre concept that, to me. That supermodel is beautiful, but I want to see what she looks like with her nose cut off before I, <laughs> I, I, I need to see her make it artificially harder on herself before i you know right i need to see her do it with joker makeup on and you're like what (laughs) why would you do that that's stupid or or you know i mean i just it's such a it's such a um it's like the degrees of difficulty in a video game it's like if you don't do this on the hardest degree of difficulty then you're not as great as we want you to be and like Meanwhile, you have guys like Luka Doncic in Dallas and Dame Lillard in Portland who, uh, the second they lose in the playoffs, and even LeBron this year with Anthony Davis out, yeah, the second guys like that lose, there's an outcry of, like, they need more help. Get these guys right. more help. How do we get them more help? But then Kevin Durant teams up, and he has too much help. Um, I agree, but I but to be fair, I'm also a, uh, I'm also a Kevin Durant hater, so I'm not going to, you know, I'm I know. not going to... Uh, pretend like people that are hating on him but even you watching like, last night you admired it that's what i'm saying like that, I, exactly. the guy is unbelievable and right. i i probably fall into the uh the the hype when I, when I brought up the hypothetical kevin durant hater who's still watching last night and is not coming around to him i, I don't think that's hypothetical i think i was looking in the mirror when i said that because that was my <laughs> thought i was like kevin well, you should be doing this all the time like this is what i've wanted to see from you all the time I don't want to see you defer to Steph Curry every so often and Clay Thompson and Russell Westbrook. I mean, like, Kevin, my have God, the like, game of your life every single time you step on the I, court, man. I want you to have the freedom to fly, Kevin. Flap those wings. <laughs> you don't need to be chained down by superstar right. teammates. Go. Be yourself. Be free. Um, Do a podcast on your own, Kevin. Yes. And he's like, I am. Yes. I'm actually doing that. You should listen to it. He has a podcast. <laughs> I know his producer. <laughs> uh wow. But uh, uh, the series is not over, I guess. So there, there's that too, because now we maybe maybe we'll get both takes. Maybe like you know the the Bucks win game. Oh, I can't wait. Because by the way, I should mention like game five for me, as much as it was about Kevin Durant's masterpiece, mm-hmm. uh, the Bucks choked so badly. The Bucks so were bad. that was horrendous down the when stretch. When they literally so, just like let the ball roll away <sighs> when they could have tied the game up, I was like, yeah, I'm ne- I don't remember 
something mm-hmm. that sloppy in a moment from a team that was supposed to be that good. They got caught up in trying to my from my point of view, it looked like they got caught up trying to like match Kevin Durant and they don't have the firepower to do that. They the, yeah. what makes them good is they're a great team and they were like that's Chris Middleton and Giannis were like, "Well, I can do what Kevin Durant just did." And it's like, "No, you can't. That's not what right. that's not what's made you guys good." Uh but with that being said, so Kevin Durant plays out of his mind. It's still a close game down the stretch. Maybe the Bucks win game 6. Maybe the Bucks win Game Seven. Maybe the Bucks win the series, and we get the best of both worlds, Charlotte, where we are both <laughs> talking about Kevin Durant you carrying are the team, a nihilist. but oh then also God. talking about how Kevin Durant needs more help, and uh, and, and the Nets do not win the series. Oh, okay, I don't know. no, I see um, that. I see yeah. that. I have a question you know for you. Um, did Giannis make a single free throw last night? Giannis, this is, this is stunning, but it's true. Giannis has not made a free throw since February second of this year. No, that's not true. You're making that up. No, it's not, but you believe it. That's the, <laughs> the fact that you almost, the fact you're like, wait, is that? <laughs> I, for a second, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm such an idiot. I hate that I believe anything you say. <laughs> of course he's um, made a free throw since February 2nd. Should we, should we have you shoot free throws? And should you, yes. uh, sh- should we prove a point about Giannis's free throws and have you shoot them and. And we're not saying this. I want anyone listening who's like, oh, why? Because she's a girl. No, I can't play basketball. I am, Mark, I am, I'm an, I like to think I'm an athletic person. I am somewhat coordinated. I have never in my life, like, I have trouble making layups. I don't understand what foot you jump off of. I'm going to be dead (laughs) on it. At some point, you're going to, we're going to do an episode where you teach me how to make a layup because I, I, there's a mental block about the footwork there. We do a basketball camp, and we just teach you the fundamentals of basketball. Well, I'll say this, though, the, mm-hmm. that I think you shooting free throws, you probably won't be as good as Giannis out of the gate. But you'll do one thing that Giannis does not do, which is you'll assess the situation and be like, I suck. I should change something. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I like you think, think at some point, I live my life. You'd think at some point he'd start shooting him underhand. He'd start shooting hook shots. He would like just I don't know. And I guess he's technically trying things, but it seems like all of his things are just like mental stuff of like take more breaths right. before you shoot and, he doesn't and really focus his... on the rim. Yeah, he doesn't change up his stroke at all. No. Um, which... he does this weird thing where he it's like he goes from having the ball by his hip to shooting it, and and you're like the mechanics of how he got it there physically shouldn't be possible. The way someone, yeah. you know what I mean? It looks like it's like a it's like a robot arm takes over or something, and you're like, "What if we work?" Who was the on guy? That? Was it Malcolm Gladwell that argues that all the the NBA guys should shoot underhand, or at least the guys that suck at free throws should shoot granny shots? Because I don't know, but um, his latest book is so messed up, dude. <laughs> I, I, I was not trying to. to <laughs> I know, but I but I like I I read what it was about. And it, sorry, I, we're not going to do that. I'll tell you <laughs> off air. But I was like, this is, this is, he's gone through the looking glass. Yeah, he probably I, argued that. I, I think it was Malcolm Gladwell that says that, like, it, it, all these guys that can't shoot free throws, they, they would be better suited to shoot underhand. But the reason they don't is because it's embarrassing. And it's literally called a Grady shot. And if they called it something else, that I think more guys would do it. But it's called I mean, a Grady shot. No one wants to do it. I said I'm not good at layups, which is true. But I was decent at horse um, and uh, knockout. And yeah. my strategy, actually with horse, I was I had a lot of luck behind the bat. Like I would stand facing away from the basket and throw it over my head backwards. And more shots went in because you're not thinking about it. Whoa. What if th- th- this is a great idea for a kid's movie? Maybe yeah. it's already been done. I guess this is kind of rookie of the year, um, except with basketball. But this is my idea is like someone like you 
who's never played basketball and mm-hmm. and you're just a natural to the extent that like mm. you have no idea what's going on okay. and you just get on a basketball court and i throw you the ball and like i'm i'm there to teach you how to shoot a layup and you just make every single shot and you have no idea how it's happening and you're just throwing <laughs> it up and it just keeps going in and this is like a children's movie where there's like some eight-year-old who just like can't miss and I love all it. of his friends thought he was the nerd but he's actually maybe that's like that'd be Curry. great for my image what if that's going on with Steph Curry? That's like how he makes every single one of his shots. He's just like, he's like, I have no idea how this is happening. Probably. It's like one day I just started shooting and I started making it and I haven't stopped. That's how <laughs> right. I felt on television this past weekend. I was like, somehow words came out of my mouth and I didn't say the wrong thing. I have no idea how it happened. Also, um, I would like to just quickly draw attention. If anyone is watching this, I have the, the quote studio that I have built in my parents' guest room. Um, the ring light, the only way I could get it to sit correctly is if it's sort of angled up towards my face. And whenever a cloud goes over the sun and it gets a little darker outside, I look like I'm holding a flashlight under my chin. It kind of does, like yeah. Halloween. It looks like you're about to tell And I just want to get story. out ahead in front of that. Um, okay. Because every time the sun goes away and it happens, I, I'm like, damn, I look like a jack-o'-lantern. I look like I'm sitting in a kitchen with the white wall behind me, and I look like I'm being held hostage. You do a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're so both doing uh, great. Okay. We're doing great. Maybe it's uh, a sign right. we need a vacation. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. So the Nets win game five. Yep. Uh, Kevin Durant gives Steve Nash a big hug. Mm-hmm. First of all, do we have the picture? Can we can we throw that up or at least like a something to look at? I want I want you to look at this. So as, as yeah, that yes. that picture right here, Steve Nash, yes. very serious face. He's hugging Kevin Durant. Uh-huh. Um, what is going through Steve Nash's mind as he's hugging him? What what does that face tell you, Charlotte? Thank God. <laughs> That's what that face. It's like oh, thank God. That that is the face of a man who has never been more relieved in his entire. That is the face of a man who is like. Oh my God! That is that is a man who's been walking a tightrope for four hours and just got to the other side. That is a man who has been living in Manhattan Beach, California, for uh, 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 the last few years since he's retired from the NBA. Has been loving his life. Has been jogging on the beach and playing beach volleyball, and got a phone call to coach an NBA team and thought to himself. Yeah, should I do this? And then he's like, you know what? I never won a championship in my playing career. Maybe this is my ticket to to getting a ring. I'll go coach. Uh, at the time, it was Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Then we'll add James Harden into the mix. I can live in Brooklyn. This will all be great. I should do this. Oh, my God. All my stars are getting hurt. And we're playing the Bucks. Oh, no. This is a disaster. Thank God I have Kevin Durant on my team. That's what his face tells me. It was like yes. all those emotions went through. It was like Steve Nash was like, we almost just lost this title that I thought was going to be the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. Thank you, Kevin. And the, and, uh, and he's me. also like <laughs> the thought that they could end up running into the Suns, the team that he never won with. Oh yeah, is yeah. just added to the pressure where he's like, oh my god, this is a literal nightmare. This went from being a dream to a nightmare so quickly, and mm-hmm. it's also just such a good meme. Like that is such a I that my meme. Not to brag, is that that's I'm. St- I'm Steve Nash, and Kevin Durant is the um, last 10% on my phone battery. <laughs> I'm like, please, That's please, gosh. <laughs> That's, you know, God. That's a good one. Thanks. That's good. I, uh, I, I can't think of what my Kevin Durant would be, but uh, that's, that, that, that's a good one. The yeah. last 10% is a... That's where my brain goes. I'm like, please, please, stay with me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
that was Steve Nash was a that was me like that was the face I made when I went to that diner I've been going to and the guy uh, recognized me as like a as a regular. Yeah, I just wanted to give him a hug and just be like, "I'm finally home." He's like, "You want the usual today?" And I was like, "Oh, you my start God. crying." <laughs> <laughs> I just give him a big hug. I was like, I "Sir, him? you have no idea how hard this has been for me." I moved here from, and he's like, "I don't care." And I was like, he's "Okay, like, but I'm going to tell you." I moved from Ohio out here. He's like, "Sir." Please, for the love of God. Sir, this is a Wendy. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, man. it's my diner. It's my home. <laughs> so um, this meme, how, yeah. how does this stack up with the Sons and Four thing? Cause we, should we watch the should Sons and Four? Should we watch Sons and Four? Yeah, I, I have seen this. I've seen this twice. Uh, but then once you told me that you were going to watch it on the show live, um, I decided I was not going to watch it again. I'll watch it again. So we I've only seen it, it twice, but I have seen it. You have not seen it. No, I have not seen it. We also had a okay. thought that we would ask our parents what they thought about it, but I couldn't show yeah. my mom because I couldn't see it. So I told her, hey, there's a guy, because this is what I know. I want I want to be upfront about what I know before I watch this for the first time. I know that he got into a fight and halfway through looked at the camera and said, sons and four, and then went back to fighting. And so I told my mom that. And I was like, what do you think about that? And she was like, that's funny. <laughs> mm. That's all I got. There we go. So. <laughs> I tried to show my dad on the golf course, and he said, son, please, some, <laughs> some etiquette, please, for the love of God. <gasps> trying to hit this approach shot, and you're running up to me with the phone? Please. I also... Social respect. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> I respect Bill Titus with every bone of my body. I want to know that. <laughs> please. Uh, also, I have a funny story about my phone running out of battery. If there's time at the end, I'll tell it because it's really stupid. But it was the worst possible time that a phone could run out of battery. Someone texted you, I have a video of Colin Kaepernick and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> throwing football. And then you're like, oh, my God, send it. But then your phone died and you couldn't get it. Uh, and then three days later, it was Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> That's all right, funny. Oh, sorry, just one last thing what? on that. Of all the people that the least newsworthy, it went from the most newsworthy to the least newsworthy. Carl Anthony Towns is like uh, if you could if you could think of a uh, an athlete that everybody knows but that is not going to move the needle in that way like not to say no disrespect no, to Carl Anthony like, Towns people like great him. player yeah people like him uh, he he does have a a, a high ish Q score I would say um, but yeah that's that that really takes the wind out of the yeah out of the sails in that one the air gets uh, let out of the balloon with the that is with that so... See, he's up there on a list of guys that's just like oh. Okay. <laughs> that is cool. truly, I'm still like getting over how funny that whole thing. Anyways, let's watch the video. Let's watch Let's Sons watch and it. Four. Sons and Four guy. Oh my God. So he's, he's, he, it's, it's a one on two situation, kind of three, but the third guy, the third Nuggets fan just kind of sits Oh, he just starts wailing on him. Yeah. He just yeah. sucker punches him. And the Suns guy, who looks a little like Steve Nash from this fuzzy angle, He's going for it. He's punching him. <laughs> oh, the Nuggets guy is hurt. The Nuggets guy. Now they're kind of like wrestling. <laughs> oh my God, they're still, they're still going for it. <laughs> As security or like a girl is trying to hold him back, just goes sons and four. Oh my God. All right, I love. That and then guy. the two guys leave. So here, here's my conspiracy theory. Watching this the third time, I think this is a plan. I think, the, I think the two Jamal because. There, there are two guys in Jamal Murray jerseys. There looked to be three, actually, but the third guy was not involved. He was just kind of standing there mm -hmm. and, and laughing at his buddies. I don't know if he knew the other two. Uh, the two guys that started this fight folded so fast, especially so fast. the one guy gets stuck in the face, and then he just, he, he just ducks and puts his hands over his head, 
And Suns and Four Guy Greg grabs him by the top of the head and is just wailing on him. And he's holding him still as he's punching his friend. And I'm thinking that first guy that's ducking his head, um, at some point he's got to get back into the fight, but he doesn't. He and doesn't. I feel like he went down too easy. So that's what I misunderstood. Easy. I thought, I still like the meme. I still think it's great. Suns and Four, I'm into it. I thought it was that in the middle of the fight, he turns to Suns and Four, and then they go back to fighting each other. This yeah. to me, this is my whole point, Mark. This is, I'm getting fired up because memes used to be organic. Memes yeah. used to be, and I thought that this one was. I thought this was going to be like, okay, a return. Like, people don't know that they're being watched because it, it's like, it's like if you take do you, the first MTV real world. They mm-hmm. did not know what to expect. They, it was real. It was raw. They broke the fourth wall constantly because they didn't really know. And then reality TV since then has is basically scripted. And then you see their reunion. I watched their reunion. It was on, yeah. you know, whatever. And they were talking about how they were the first people who ever did that. Like the first memes, the Same. early memes of like crying piccolo girl or like the guy reading a book in the stands at a blowout with the shirt off and a college football game like those were the thing or like northwestern kid like those were the things that that i really don't think they knew and that i almost felt bad for them now it's like i'm like i don't trust it i'm like is this performance art like is it like like what has we've gone so far through meme history and through this culture where everything is recorded that like I don't know if I can trust it, but I also, does that matter? My question to you is, does it change Ooh. it if Sons and Four Guy knew that this is what he was going to do the whole time? And why do we like him when the whole conversation about fans has been like, look at these assholes, and then there's Sons right. and Four Guy, and everyone's like, we like that guy. Like, what's going on? Right. There have been a thousand videos since fans have come back to the stands. Uh, most of them Bad. Astros fans <laughs> getting the shit kicked out of them. Um, (laughs) no, there, there've been a ton of fights and stands. There've been fans. Like we've talked about it on the show a bunch. Uh, but this one broke through and people love this and people, I, I, so to answer your question, it doesn't matter. I think that's, that's what, that's the tough reality you and I have to swallow as, uh, old folks. We are getting older, Charlotte. Um, the, the internet is a young man's game. We are not young people anymore. And, I think that's just how it works in 2021 that I don't, I don't, whether it's scripted or not. And yeah. I don't think this was scripted. I think it was, I, I don't think the guys on the, in the Nuggets, I don't actually think that they uh, were purposely getting, they're right. getting punched in the face. But as you said, it did feel like the guy, the sons and four guy was a little aware of the cameras being on him. He kind of, he knew which camera to turn to. He knew that you know, sons and four, you know, he kind of he, he, he was kind of pause in the fighting before he turns and says sons and I still think that it but, wasn't planned. I still respect the presence of mind to do that. It is very funny. Yeah, I'm into it. It was not scripted. It was aware, mm-hmm. and I do think that that is just the world we live in now. And I think it's aware. And I don't think it matters. And I think if you're going to get hung up on that, you're gonna you're gonna find that you're gonna be disappointed a lot in this world because I think I think that moment of innocence that that. Uh, the the what you brought up of the real world of of people not really realizing that there's a camera on them and not really real how does this reality show work how does the moment you're punching another human being at a sporting event you have to know that yeah. there are cameras on you and you totally. have to know the whole world is watching you and that wasn't always the case and I don't think there's any going back I think that's just the world we live in now and and that's that so I think you're right and I'm trying to figure out why it bothers me because like obviously. 
that's how it is. You know, you can be photographed at any time. People put their whole lives on the internet. And I don't know why I feel like such a meme purist, but I think to yeah. me, the funniest thing in the world is surprise and the unexpected. And I think knowing something feel knowing knowing someone knows this is a possibility makes it feel like a little bit less of a surprise. And maybe that's why I get a little bit like, ugh, that's kind of a bummer. Even though yeah. it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And Sons and Four, we like Sons and Four because those two guys really sucker punch him. And yeah, I also he, like, he didn't start it. He he right. finished it. And boy, and did he finish it. Because he, he didn't sure, just finish it physically. He finished it with the trash talk, too. And the Suns literally win the series in four, which is perfect as well. Right. Yeah. And I think that as a big current Suns fan... I love that because here the thing is, is that you've got Chris Paul having a renaissance, which well, that seems to be a bit in jeopardy. Can I, can, we'll I, can, I, can I can I bring up a Chris Paul point? Uh, yeah. What one thing that is going to stick with me with uh, with, with the COVID era of sports uh-huh. is the the phrasing of how to say guys are out because I still have no idea what the hell happened with Chris Paul. Like, does he have? Did he test positive for COVID? Did someone? The, the way they phrase it, I, I want like a running list of like the way these news breaks. And like it used to right. just be, do you remember in the early days? It was just like the early days, like, like, like we've been, you know, we've been at this for 70 years. Um, I mean, it feels they like They would it, say yeah. Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19. Donovan Mitchell tested positive for COVID-19. Now it's like, and then, and then it was like, may have been exposed to COVID. Now it's the, the, the way they phrase this stuff is so confusing. I think of, what happened, Mark... I think lawyers got involved. I think it's HIPAA yeah. laws. I think you legally can't say certain things. And people were like, you're not allowed to just... And in the beginning, there were no rules because we'd never been through a global right. pandemic recently before. And I think with Chris Paul right now, um, there are... the What I read was, we don't know if he's vaccinated. We don't know yes. if someone close to him tested positive. We don't know if he tested positive. If he is vaccinated, we don't know if the rules of his quarantine will be different we don't know anything and it, I, I feel so like the maybe- statement is he has he has violated a covid protocol of and, and you, you but read i don't that even like, know if it's violated. So what happened i think yeah, it might even be like the protocol was violated to him like to with, him you know? by yeah <laughs> the so, protocol came to life the the, pa- the piece of paper that has the protocol written on it grew legs <laughs> <laughs> The protocol went up to Chris and went, on you Chris did Paul. bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? What happened? I'm so confused by... Anyway, that's, uh, that, that is... Uh, I don't know. It, I, I, I like a black and white world, Charlotte, and this is a very gray area with these, with these states. And the same with John Rahm. Like, I was trying to suss that out, too. When he tested positive, I guess, did he? but he was said he was vaccinated. But no, he, he tested positive, but then went and ran and got the vaccine after he tested. I <laughs> Wait, I didn't know about that one. Are you serious? I missed that somehow. The golfer, yeah, they were yeah. playing in uh, the memorial. Uh, John Rahm was leading by six He's strokes. the one that I thought was like 50 years old, but who's younger yeah. than I am, right? He's yes, like 27. Probably, yeah. Um, and he was leading, and then he's walking off the 18th green, and they're like, you're done for the tournament. He's like, what happened? And I believe he tested positive, but then someone said he was vaccinated, but then someone else was like, he got vaccinated after he had been exposed to COVID, thinking that like he could retroactively vaccinate <laughs> could the COVID out of it. him. But then, I, I, but like you said, it's like who knows what's true, what's not true. And the point I just wanted to bring up is that it's very confusing trying to figure out what the hell's going on with these guys. Because like, does Chris Paul have COVID? Probably not, but maybe. But like, it's like the, just the way people are talking about it is like, oh my god, is he out for the playoffs? 
And then other people are like, no, 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 no. They're going to clear it up. This is, I'm sure it's like a day. He'll be back tomorrow. It's fine. It's not a big deal. But we and don't know. A, we have no idea. <laughs> as a fan, you want to have some idea of what to expect. You know, like I'm a big Suns fan now for the mm-hmm. past week. And um, I think that the Sun, the re- part of the reason that Suns and Four Guys so likable is because the Suns are likable right now. You know, you've right, got right. a young team, like the great narrative of Chris Paul, like their steam rolling through, like they could be the ones to take down the villains of the Nets. And so Suns and Four Guy was in the right place at the right time, did the right thing. And then. You know, we've been joking. We're been, we're like we're back, baby. But then something like that happens to Chris Paul, and we're like, maybe we're not back. Like maybe we still can't have nice things. Like what is going on? That's why, yes, yeah, sun. The Suns being likable is, makes a lot of sense too, and the white people liked it. Like Yankees and Four Guy. People oh God, he would that. be hated. Oh my no. God, Patriots Yankees and Four Guy. I think that guy exists, <laughs> no. and I think that yeah. he got like he can't go outside of New England in the witness protection program. But, yeah. But you brought up you brought up the other day when we were talking about this Wizards guy. You know, remember the yeah. fan who ran onto the court and touched that like jumped to touch the rim and then got tackled and Bradley Beal was cracking up about it and like yeah. no one really cared but it went away very quickly like I loved that guy why didn't that guy yeah, stick exactly I think I think that's what's worth maybe figuring out maybe that's what we can do here as we wrap up the show today is like figure that out is uh why what is it like what what is the formula because I I think maybe maybe Wizards guy Maybe there's like a, a threshold where you are trying to get too much attention. Like Sons mm. and Four Guy did not start uh, this fight. Sons and Four Guy did not go to the arena and say, "I want to be a meme. I want people to talk about me tonight." It was kind of thrust on the opportunity presented itself. He said, "I'm going to punch these Nuggets fans, <laughs> and then I'm going to turn to this camera that I see out of the corner of my eye and say, Sons and Four, baby.'" And that was semi-organic, as you said. It was aware. He was aware of what was going on, but it was organic enough it wasn't, that, like, I it think, didn't feel planned. Unless right. we later find out that the Nuggets guys were plants, which we we're gonna. Yes, but we're boy, right the now, way they were fighting, the way they were fighting, I have my doubts as to whether they that was a genuine. Uh, yeah, they 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 look. They like, should be embarrassed by how they were fighting. They looked like guys going up against the Paul brothers. They were taking dives <laughs> so badly, like it was like like the one dude that the the UFC fighter that just gets his ass kicked and is like, yeah, I'll cash that check. And you're like, what just happened here? Right. Like, what you just anyway. Um, so I think maybe that's the difference is the Wizards guy because you're right the the Wizards dude that just runs onto the floor does not does not go up to any of the players does not threaten any player or anything else just runs out there and just like wants to test his vertical yeah. and just jumps up and hits the backboard and then gets tackled by security and then Joel Embiid was standing next to him and like that was a kind of a funny picture of him uh, uh Dwight Howard it was Dwight Howard not Joel Embiid and having Dwight Howard like his massive shoulders just kind of like standing next to this guy that's been tackled. That felt like it checked a lot of boxes, but the one box it did not check was being organic and being, um, it was very much manufactured. Like the guy obviously was like, I'm going to go run and touch the, the backboard. This will be funny. Uh, and, and maybe that, maybe there's something to that. Maybe it's like, we're, we're all, if you want it that badly, we're not going to give it to you. I think that's right. You know? I think, I think that people now, you know, the word authentic is tossed around all the time. It's like, mm-hmm. I like this podcast because they're authentic. I like this, this person's social media because they're authentic. And people, that goes, that goes a long way. You can be an asshole, but still be authentic and people respect you. But if you try, if people get the sense that you are trying even remotely a little bit too hard, they do not respect yeah. that. They want you, right. they don't want to see 
they don't want to see you try. And that guy, it's also like that kid in school, like, you know, there was a class clown who would like, a teacher would say something and, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I would have a clever, no, like, so you, like, that kid has a clever comment and sort of like spontaneously makes everyone laugh. But then there was a kid who like runs in with the shirt over his head and you're like, oh God, like get it together, Greg. Like nobody wants that. Like that's the difference. Even the kid with the great comment that he's like, oh, everyone laughed when I said, uh, you know, just like my mom, Mrs. Jones. And then everyone (laughs) laughed. And then like 10 minutes go by and then Mrs. Jones says something. And then you're like, yeah, just like my mom, Mrs. Jones. And then everyone's like, dude, what? Like, what are you doing? You can't go right. back to the same well. Like it, the first time, it was organic. You can't just exactly. You know, I think uh, that's what it is. I think that that is what it is. The the element of surprise and confidence. Like Sons and Four guy was confident and so sure of himself that he was like, "Hey, yeah, I'm in a fist fight." Sons and Four, but Wizards guy was like, "I'm a little insecure. I need validation to feel good about myself, so I'm going to run onto the court." And that's what people don't like. They don't like seeing I know, but- that. I gotta say, it was the scene where like the dude comes running from up in the. It's not like he was like sitting courtside and decided I'm just gonna go now. He just right. comes yoloing down the stairs. <laughs> That's what I was obsessed and runs with up and touches guy. it. I, I was too, and no one cared. And, and, and the that, timing was bad too. We should yeah. say that because the timing was at the time. Uh, this was Russell Westbrook's getting popcorn thrown on him. John Morant's family's getting called racial stuff in, in Utah and. Trey Young was spit on in Madison Square Garden. I think people were just kind of primed to to hate all the fans, and maybe we got that out of our system. All of us, like even on our show, we, we the, the the news cycle kind of passed. We're like, what's going on with these fans? And it went, and then after everyone kind of flushed that down, then Sons and Four guys showed up, and maybe there's there's a part of it that like Sons and Four guy is not the bad guy here. Right. Like he, we all hate these these idiot fans that we've been talking about since since all these fans have come back. And th- those were the Nuggets fans that, that, based on the video, started this. So Sons and Four Guy was like, I'm going to do something about all these unruly fans. Watch this. I'm going to punch both of them. And then I'm going to stun on them by saying Sons and Four into the camera. Right. Maybe there's something about that, too. Yeah. And what I love about this, I want to know as little about Sons and Four Guy as possible. You always I, do. It, you always, whenever the guy, the, the meme guy, you always, you don't want to know anything else about it. I don't want it. context. I don't want, yeah. like, because, the like, we are talking about this strictly as, strictly as what we see there as a representation of fandom, not as who that guy actually is, not as who the Nuggets fans actually are. Like, we're talking about what the visual completely is here and that is why it caught fire we who know like the actual story could come out that like sons and four guy is an absolute asshole and like the nuggets guy yeah. like you know you don't but we know don't, but, we don't want to know that we video we that we saw yeah. that is what we're talking about and i think that the 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 one defense of wizards guy i know i just said that he seemed maybe like he was trying too hard i think that 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 felt so um impulsive that i think that was pretty organic I really think that guy was just like something <laughs> took over that guy and he was like, this is my time and just like sprinted. And that's he why felt, I liked it. He felt the call of the void. Uh, yeah. Just, yes. just calling to him. He's like, that backboard just keeps looking at me. <laughs> just keeps saying, I can't touch it. I have to do this. And he's like with his, his wife. I, in my, he's definitely not married, this guy. I, oh, no. There's no way, right? Like, no, he's not he married. doesn't he's, even have a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, he's like ni- he's, he's, he's 19, 20, single dude. <laughs> yeah. um, but in my head, he's like married with like – he brought his three kids there. And he's like, Becky, I'm going to do it. She's like, what are you doing, Jason? And he's like, I have to do this, Becky. <laughs> this is my calling. 
And she's I'm like, going go to forth touch and the conquer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm going God. to steal the Declaration of Independence. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, we're in um, Washington, D.C., Becky. I'm going to slap the backboard, and then I'm going to steal the Declaration Call of Independence. Call Nick Cage. This is, this is going to be awesome. We're off to the races. Uh, there is oh, there man. is one other meme thing, though, that's been happening this week that What's doesn't that? have to do with NBA, but it's the Madden cover. And mm-hmm. the Madden cover comes out the day that you are listening to this show. It comes out Thursday, and they've been teasing it with like a little a baby goat and a big goat. So it's obviously going to be Mahomes and Brady, which because we know it's going to yeah. be two people, and it's like okay, we get it. That's who it's going to be. But people, I think that you could have a lot of fun with this as a meme. Like we should put us on the Madden cover and be like, who says no? Does the Ma- yeah? Does the Madden cover? matter i guess they're they're trying to make it matter well that's by... a, it's one of, it's one of these sports things mark where if you were to tell like if you said sons and there's all this inside joke language about sports right if you said sons and four to someone who doesn't follow sports they'd be like what if you said people forget that the warriors blew a 3-1 lead someone would be like um i never knew that in the first place and you'd be like no it's a joke if you said like you know i'm trying jennifer to someone who doesn't follow yeah. the sports internet. Like, it has its own culture where the Madden cover becomes a thing where if you were to explain this to someone who doesn't follow sports, you're like, yeah, okay, so there's this video game. And some people thought it was a curse that, like, if you showed up on it, you were going to have a bad season, but, like, it's a really big deal. Who's on the cover? Like, it matters but- so much to sports fans and so little when you think about it. Yeah, and the way people talk about it is, yeah, that it's it's – very prestigious it's it's like it's on par with winning the mvp but then also as you said there's a madden curse to it so some people don't want it it's very strange i don't play madden anymore madden frankly kind of sucks as a video game now so i just kind of kind of got off the train a long time ago but uh yeah it's it's i can't tell is this like are 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 the people we are the people sports podcast we have to uh represent the people here are the people into this or is this just like ea sports like just trying to like stir up some sort of no, like, is it just like people are desperate for football stuff, and there's no, and we're in the off season, and this is just a prime. Like, should we make our own cover? Should we be like, we're gonna we're gonna put out a, a magazine of the People Sports Podcast, and we're gonna name an NFL player onto the cover? Guess who it's gonna be? And everyone's like, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. Done. We're like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> damn like, nope, it. All right, Shailene Woodley. No, we promise it's not Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we're like, it's Carl Anthony Town. It's, it's Carl Anthony. <laughs> He, it's we the have quarterback. to get him on the podcast now. You realize it's the that. brand like, new quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, Carl Anthony Towns. Our new inside <laughs> joke is Carl Anthony Towns. Like, <laughs> he is, we got to get him on here. He's cat. You can't call him cat. Carl Anthony Towns anymore. He's cat. I, that, that's what I want people to write. I'm curious because I, I need to know. Like, I understand if you said, if you, if you spelled it out, like mm-hmm. if you texted it to me and you said, cat is my favorite NBA player. I would know who you're talking about. Even if I heard you say cat, I guess in the right context, it might register, but I have never in my life. And and the NBA, <laughs> they throw nicknames around. I mean, for God's sakes, no one knows Nikola Jokic's, they, they don't know how to pronounce his name. They just call him the Joker. Right. Every, all the NBA people that cover. So the, the people that cover the NBA and talk about the NBA are not afraid to just nickname CP3, Braun, you know, they just call him LeBron. They don't say LeBron. They don't Kawhi. Like they, they everyone's got like a one name thing. That is, that and is I true. have still never heard like all the NBA podcasts I listen to inside the NBA. I don't hear anybody say cat no. with a big game last night. It would my take buddy, me 10 minutes thinking about it to figure out who they were talking about. If they said cat. Yeah. 
You know, I don't funny, know, but maybe actually, I'm wrong. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not paying as much attention as I should be. Yeah, we need the people to tell us whether that's something that we're just missing. But um, it's funny to now think about guys who don't have nicknames like Kevin Love. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. He's never been called anything but Kevin Love. My theory on why uh, uh, Paul George, especially, and Chris Paul both, because um, Paul George is like PG thirteen. Is his, he changed his number to thirteen, so he could be PG thirteen. And Chris Paul CP three. The reason we called them by their nicknames is because no one, you can't call Chris Paul Chris. You can't call him Paul. Chris Paul. I guess uh, that's just they also have like, two first c- names. They have two first names. That's what I mean. So if you call Paul, you can't just say I don't know. So, what are you so going to call you, him, you George? Want, but everyone else in the NBA, you just call them by one name. You say Tatum or Kobe or LeBron or, you know. Right. Trey. It's not Chris. Yeah, like, yeah, you can't just say Chris. Yeah, great, great game from Chris last one time. One time, I drove around Houston with Paul Wall, and the whole time, I called him Paul Wall because I was like, yeah, what are you going to, what am I supposed to, like, you're not Paul. Mr. Wall. You're not Mr. Mr. Wall. Wall. You're Paul Wall. I was like, Paul Wall, where are we going? He was like, to get is, new rims put on my car. <laughs> this is a true story. Is John Wall the answer? Yes. Hearing you say Paul Wall, is John Wall doesn't have a nickname, does he? Yeah, I've never heard him called John. I've never heard. Yeah, he's just John Wall. He, like people just call him John Wall, and he's he, he might be the Kevin Love's a good answer as well. Kyle Corver. <laughs> okay, all right. That's Sorry. enough. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of people who played for the Cavs and are white. <laughs> uh, no, I think people do care about Madden, though. I think they care about the cover. Okay. I think they get a lot of engagement. It's just sort of also like a fun thing to guess about. Um, yeah. And this year, I like it because there are two people on the cover, and I our lists today are who the two people should be on the cover. Who are, t- who are two people that are better than Mahomes and Brady on the cover? Because that's kind of boring. I think it's. I don't boring. like that. I think it's boring. I think I think you got to mix it up and make it fun. It, we don't know that that it's actually them, by the way. So I guess maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I mean, maybe it is going to be. Miles Garrett and Trevor Lawrence. And you're going to be like, what? That doesn't make any sense. And you're like, yeah, two goats. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Seems like, pretty random. Farms. Yeah. And you're like, what? what? Um, but it's probably going to be Brady and Mahomes. But let's say it's not. Who 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 would you put on uh, Who would you put on the cover, Charlotte? Should so we go through it? I took this list a little seriously, more seriously than I thought I was going to, because I was like, who do I actually? First, I was just going to do NFL players and their dogs. Like, I was just going to do Belichick and Nike yeah. and, like, Juju Smith-Schuster and his dog Bougie. And then I was like, you got to stop. We, I can't do any more dog stuff right now. Um, I need to I need to back off here. Uh, I have an honorable mention, which is just um, Gardner Minshew alone. Um, I think would be really Gardner funny. Minshew and Uncle Rico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gardner just Minshew alone. Cover. and No, yeah, like, Gardner yeah, Minshew that... with no one else. And everyone's like, I'm sorry, we're, what? <laughs> like that to me would be the most confusing. People wouldn't be not, mad. They just be he's like, not, "Yeah, he's not in uniform though. He doesn't look like a football player. He's just like in street clothes." In, he's in <laughs> a just, Canadian tuxedo with shorts yeah. and a mullet. He's got a piece of straw coming out of his mouth. Yeah, and you're like, what? Overall. I don't. <laughs> yeah, so that to me is the funniest. Thing. The the first one that I think would be like the most fun in terms of engagement and in terms of these are two guys who ham it up like. These are, I want to see them go on a press tour for being on the Madden cover together. And that's George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. Oh, that's a good one. I want them together on the cover. That's good. Yeah. They are, are they friends in real life? They feel like they should be. I I, I I don't see any, 
I don't see any content with those two together. How well, do we fix that? We've had George I, on the program. Do we get <laughs> Travis Kelsey on on the show? Yeah, Travis. I've talked to a lot. Travis and I rode a roller coaster together. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um. So, so this shouldn't be a problem. Uh, they, they do seem like natural. Or is this a situation where? Uh, I've seen this happen a lot with uh, anytime I mix friends group, friend groups of mine, mm -hmm. where the guy who plays the role in one friend group is plays the role in this other friend group, and then you mix them together, and it's sort of a Spider-Man meme. They're pointing at each other, and it feels like there's only room for one guy. There's only room for one guy who wears a bow tie, or mm -hmm. one guy who, you know... One of the zany friend. I, there's only room for one fat friend who will will do any will will cannonball off the high dive. You can't have two guys in the group. You can't have two fat guys that are like, hey everybody, cannonball, you know. And then it's like, I'm yeah, Curtis, that, Curtis just did that. We don't we don't need another one from you, uh, you know. I'm countering that because I once went to a bachelorette party with one of my good friends, and she had for one of my good friends, and I was a bridesmaid, but she had like all of her friends come. You didn't even have to be in the wedding party. She was like. If I'm friends with you, like, come to this thing. And I was a little worried because I was like, all right, we're crossing friends from college. We're crossing friends from yeah. after college. Like, I know, she, like, I was always the, like, hey, what's up? Like, you know, funny, mm -hmm. like, funny friend, whatever. You know, like, oh, Charlotte's going to rent a moped as a joke. You know, that sort of thing. And I knew that there was another girl coming who, in the college group of friends, like, played that role. And I was like, mm -hmm. what is this going to, how is this going to shape up? Loved her. Had the time of my life. We teamed up. We did like it was like a double. I thought I had so much fun with her. We were. It's like we were both doing cannonballs at the same time, and it made it that much better. So it can go. How does either she feel way. about you though? How does she feel about you though? I well, you know, you'll have to ask her, Michaela. <laughs> Michaela, you like me, right? Right. I'm like we're right, cool. Michaela. She um, DM'd me on no, Instagram a few months ago, so I just throw it. There you go. I like that. That's a good. That's a good first one, though. I I, I need to see those two guys just doing stuff in general together. Yeah. Um, my number five. I'm gonna start out hot because this is uh the the for 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 you youngins out there that don't know why it's called men, why the video game's called men. It's called men because of John Men, this man who used to call NFL football games. He is a legend of, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make a lot of sense here, Charlotte. He 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 called football games for basically every I know single network doing. that exists. Sorry, I know exactly. Keep going. I want to know if I'm right. Okay, he called football game. He called football games for every network that exists, but uh, he really, in my opinion, my unbiased opinion, he really made a name for himself. He really exploded onto the scene when he was calling games for Fox. He started at Fox in 1994, I believe. He went from like 94 to like 01, 02, something like that. Pat Summerall, John Madden. That is why this video game exists. It is, it is because John Madden became such a superstar at this time, at the at the, at the turn of the, the millennium, um, when he was calling games for Fox. And with that in mind, on the cover... <laughs> on the cover of Madden, whatever this is, 22, I believe, I want to see Cletus, the football-playing robot, the mascot of Fox, of the NFL on Fox, and a turducken made famous by John Madden on Thanksgiving Day in 1997 when he could not believe that there is something called a turducken a turkey stuffed inside a duck stuffed inside a chicken so those are the two things i'm putting on there is cletus the football playing robot and the turducken i mean like i would love john madden and pat summerall but if we can't do that 
Um, I feel like this is a good workaround. I was convinced you were going to say Joe Buck and Troy. Joe Buck and Troy. I had that on the list as well. I had that on the list as well, but I felt like I felt like the not the better nod to Madden is instead of picking the guys who kind of replaced him, uh-huh. is picking the what two Fox things. What he represents, which is Kalidas, a, a robot that plays football, and a bird stuffed inside a bird. <laughs> another bird stuffed inside another bird. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's perfect. So there you we go. should uh, Photoshop Joe and Troy onto the Madden cover and just see if they interact with it on social. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, let's for, for the take, purposes let, of social media, make my number five, Joe and Troy. Yeah, I want to Let, see. Let's if, fix that. You let, know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna redo it. We're gonna keep this into the show, but I'm uh-huh. gonna redo it just for the clip, just for okay. the breakout clip, so we can put it. Yeah. Watch this. So okay, straight face. Here okay. we go. <clears throat> Mark, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me say up. Mark, yeah, yeah. who who would you put on the Madden cover? My number five. Uh, this should be higher. Honestly, the more I thought about it, like I can't. Unfortunately, we can't change the graphics because I already locked it in. Uh, my number five: jo- uh, uh, John Madden, Pat Summerall. Obviously, Fox Football legends. They, they when when Madden became a a a video game, Charlotte. It became a, a video game when John Madden was working for Fox. He is a a Fox broadcasting legend with Pat Summerall. And yet, through all of that, John Madden and Pat Summerall are still the second best. NFL team that Fox Sports has ever put out because number five on my list, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, put them on the cover of Madden, put the legends where they belong, lock it in. I want Joe Buck on is that, that good? cover. Is that good? All right, are we good? Yeah, okay. no, that was perfect. I loved it. Okay. Wait, let me do Let me do one. Oh, now. you do Ready? your, you do your I'm part. I'm just going to okay. do a part of it. Ready? We're going to cut this in, okay. but we're leaving this in the pocket. I want the people to okay. know how okay, the okay. magic happens. <clears throat> Mark, <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> Mark, Joe Buck once famously replied to an email. We asked him to come on this show. He replied to an email and said, I would love to, but I'm very busy. And what we took away from that is that Joe Buck would love to come on this podcast. Joe, consider this another invitation. We're taking a few weeks off here because that's how it works. But when we come back. Cut it. Cut the video. Cut the video. Cut the video. Joe, come on the podcast. Cut the video. Uh, all right, <laughs> number four on your list. Uh, okay, this this one I'm very excited about. Um, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs because they came they became best friends last year, and the cutest interview of the entire season was after the AFC divisional round. Um, and I think that's what it was, or was it? Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think so. It doesn't matter. So. Just anyway, say it confidently. Whatever. No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> No one cares. Guys in my DMs are like, um, excuse me, that was actually the... Actually, I'm going to be honest. I haven't gotten a lot of guys in my DMs being like, you're oh, wrong. Oh, that... Oh, God. I was so worried where that was going. Oh, no. I got a real creepy one the other day that <laughs> yeah. I can't even say on air. But the, no one's been like, hey, you got that wrong. And it was very... I, I'm like, cool. That's because I own the fact that I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, you had my heart raised. You just started a sentence with like, I gotta be honest, I haven't been getting a lot of guys in the D and I was like, Charlie, please don't no, no, put no. that into the ether. Please no, no, no. don't. No, no. Don't DM me, first of all. Nobody DM me. I'm kidding. I love hearing from the people. I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh I'm starting over. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs gave a great interview after I believe the AFC divisional round. And they were just talking about how they're buddies. And I thought it was adorable. And instead of putting, like, oh, the GOAT, like, put the best friends. Like, okay, let's promote teammates. Let's promote yeah. Let's promote brotherly love. Let's promote supporting each other, lifting each other up. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, 2021 or 22. You heard it here first, folks. 
I like it. I like I like where your head's at. Thank you, buddy. Like a like the 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 cover Madden the cover Madden the Madden cover, uh, should be. It looks like you're just going with buddy cop movies, which I like. I, I like the idea of that. Yeah. Who you should the hear best? the rest of mine. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm excited to. I I have great news, Charlotte. I'm gonna stick around for the rest of the show <laughs> to do just that. I'm like Mark, Number please four. don't leave. <laughs> Number four on my list. Uh, also Troy Buck. Troy Buck. God damn. <laughs> people to know that this is why we need a little uh, bit of a break we're gonna come back number four on my list mm-hmm. joe buck and troy ickman yet again uh number four <laughs> on my list i thought like madden has madden again we we're talking about stuff that used to be organic and fun and you're like this is so cool i can play a video game of nfl players and john madden is calling the game and every, everything about it was organic and fun and authentic and cool madden sucks as a game now let's be honest uh, the people who are playing it do so because they're addicted to it and don't know how to stop. And they even, even they will tell you, like, this game blows, but I have to play it. And you're like, why do you have to? And you're like, I have to play it. I have to touch the backboard at the Wizards game, and I must play Madden. It is in my blood. Um, so the game is horrible. It has gone very corporate. They're trying to squeeze every dime out of this video game that they can. And with that in mind, I thought, what better way to, like, just really hammer home the point that, like, what you believe matters in the NFL does not matter. These are the people in charge. Suck it, haters. <laughs> then to put Roger Goodell and Jerry Jones on the cover of Madden with their arms crossed and just like, you know, just posing like Vince McMahon and saying, <gasps> like, this is me. our league. Yeah. Or if not Jerry Jones, maybe Robert Kraft. I don't know. Like who Jerry Jones to no, me Jerry is like Jones. kind of the, yeah, he is the, the, it feels like if you're picking two guys that like, you know, that's are the, the greatest answer. Of the league. You know what I mean? The, I can't I, that, wait that's to what hear I had your number mind. one because your number yeah. four just blew me away. Um, and they have like, they're holding a shield. Yeah. And holding one of them's both. holding a sword. <laughs> the shield is the NFL logo. And yeah. They're, they got that. And, and the other yeah. one's got a, and they're wearing helmets for some reason. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself here. Um, I love that, Mark. My next buddy cop movie is, um, Joe Burrow and Justin Fields. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. My large adult mm. sons with ties mm-hmm. to your alma mater. Um, go Bucks. Yeah, go go Bucks, baby. Oh, um, <laughs> what? Oh, you'll, we're going to Columbus. You'll okay. learn everything. I'll, right. I'll teach you. I'll teach, okay, teach. we'll do that later. Um, we spell I, Ohio. <laughs> oh, wait. It's very. Oh, is that what yeah. you just said? And I'm supposed yeah, to say yeah. I.O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's said, very high level stuff. Never mind. Um, <laughs> do you know there are so many vowels in Ohio? There are. Yeah. There's actually only two, but there's three. three but there's there's two. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte explains. Here we go. Go, Charlotte. Explain no, how to spell I'm Ohio. I'm laughing again. <laughs> it's when I, you know, for me, it's when I earnestly start explaining <laughs> something to you. <laughs> Wait till you hear about Iowa, how many they have. Oh my god. My eyes I'm like cry laughing. Okay. Um my number three is Joe Burrow and Justin Fields. I you know, I get weirdly maternal about certain players as I get older. And these are kids that like I'm too old to even have babysat these guys. Mm -hmm. And so we're reaching like mom territory. When Joe Burrow got hurt, I was so upset. I want only the best for Justin Fields. Um I think they're friends. Again, we're going for the buddy cop vibe, um, and and I, in my mind, all these guys are on the cover in like Miami. I mean, um, Hawaiian shirts, 
like Miami Vice style. You yeah, know, they're yeah. not in football outfits. I mean, uniforms. <laughs> they're in um, <laughs> like shirts, Magnum PI. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's your What's your number three, please? Oh my God! Please let Boy. me stop talking. That I, was so I would hard. like this. Uh, I I would like I would like Trevor Lawrence's reaction when when it's announced that Joe Burrow and Justin Fields are on the cover. I would, that's what I would want to see. Well, if, that's when, also when, why I want I want that. a camera on Trevor Lawrence when he hears that news. I just I'm, I'm curious how he would react if that was the case. I mean, but you can make the argument. Justin, Fields I love is Joe Burrow. Than uh, I'll make the argument. I know that's what I'm saying. I'll I'll make the I'll, we any, have anybody that's yeah yeah. I'll I'll make it. I even pulled up it? statistics one day. Yeah. Um, okay. I like I like yours. Here's my number three. Uh, I'm sticking with the quarterback as well, and that's a rookie in this class. But the uh, the other guy is not. Um, my my two picks are Tom Brady and Mac Jones. Uh, both of them with their shirts <laughs> off. The famous pictures of Tom Brady and Mac Jones with their shirts off. The the pre draft Tom Brady the uh, pre draft Mac Jones but his wasn't at the combine Mac Jones I think was after he won the national championship right where he's smoking a cigar and he's got his yeah his big belly that's so good out. I want those I need two to shirtless see pictures. that yesterday I uh-huh. need that on a I need I need that man I need them on a man cover and I need that man cover on a t shirt on the back of the Des Moines Yacht Club and I need a picture of you wearing that t shirt on a coaster <laughs> on a t shirt that I did. <laughs> Take a picture of that coaster and put it on a T-shirt, and then a picture of that T-shirt I put on a hat, a trucker hat. And then we take a picture of the hat and we frame the picture. And then that picture is put on Madden 23 next year. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody make that happen. Uh, what okay. is your number two? <laughs> My number two is um, this one is sort of it's not a troll pick, but it's Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray because they are both. Heisman winners from Oklahoma, and people didn't really, like, Baker's got all this beef with the media, and people thought Kyler's hands were going to be too small, and I think they're friends, and they both have turned their teams around. Like, they've been very good, Mm -hmm. even though people are still sort of like, what's their deal? And I think that they would get so much mileage, Baker especially would get so much mileage out of just, like, hating anyone who said he didn't deserve to be on the cover. Yeah. And that, Baker would, it, that's worth it. Baker would also go to bat for Kyler Murray because I don't think Kyler Murray would say he's he's very boring, right? Like I saw him in the one commercial that was uh he was not great. But that was kind of the bit, right? He was supposed to yeah. be not I think great. the bit was it he actually he when I talked to him during the Super Bowl this year, uh on Zoom, which is even worse and hard to talk to someone than like in person for an interview like that. He was actually he played along more than I thought he would. But he doesn't like get in the muck, you know. He's not yeah. KD on Twitter, right? So, so he, Baker I, would take up that cause. Yeah, for both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like it. That's I like my it. Number That's two. a good one. Uh, my number two is uh, you could you could maybe classify this as a troll pick. I mm-hmm. uh, I am trying to what what is the announcement of the Madden cover if not a publicity thing? Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to get people talking about this video game. And I mm-hmm. thought to myself. What better way to get people talking about the video game than to put Colin Kaepernick and Tim Tebow on the cover of Madden 22? There you go. And that is your story for, I guess, Colin Kaepernick and Aaron Rodgers. Now that they're best <laughs> friends, you could put them on there. <laughs> 
Kaepernick and Tebow, uh, that would be on every single, not only every sports channel, like that would, fi- that would somehow morph, in, like not immediately, but there would be enough talk about it that someone would fire off a take about this. And then that take would then lead CNN that night. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then, no, like, no, now this everybody, the, Mark, the late this, night shows are talking about it. Everybody's talking about this Madden cover. This leads the Today Show. This is Good Morning yes. America. The, and they have those graphics where, for some reason, on morning shows, they always have a vertical picture and then fuzz on either side of it. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'm like, could you guys get a landscape, maybe? Mm-hmm. Just throwing that mm-hmm. out. Anyway, um, that's, it, that's totally right. That's a really great point. Um, okay, my number one. And this is one that I'm very passionate about, and no one else is going to care. But this is number one in my heart is Dante Hightower and Derrick Henry. Because Derrick Henry should have been the league MVP last year. I still believe that running backs get no respect. Dante Hightower, if he doesn't make that tackle at the one yard line in the Super Bowl against the Seahawks, Malcolm Butler doesn't make that interception. He has been integral to the Pats defense. He was out last year. The team fell apart. He's a leader in the locker room. He's a lovely guy. I've spoken to him before. Just had a kid and got married. Congrats, Dante. I want these two on the cover. They're both wearing crowns because Derrick Henry's whole thing is the king and Dante deserves one. Boom. Okay. Wow. I, you, you you sold that pretty nicely. Thank I you. I don't have anything else to say. That was the most coherent I've been all podcast. Yeah, that was. You're, you're waiting the whole show for that. Turn that into a Twitter clip. <laughs> Who's your number one? <laughs> uh, my number one, I'll make it simple, two Peyton Hillises. Um, what? Peyton Hillis being on the cover of, you don't remember this story? No. In 2011, Peyton Hillis was on the cover of Madden. He won a... Uh, a an audience vote this was when the you want to talk about when the internet was in its golden age this was yeah. this was 10 years ago peyton hillis was the running back for the cleveland browns he was memed onto the cover of madden because they they put it up to a vote a national vote and peyton hillis i don't know how to explain peyton hillis other than to say he is uh he he's not a joke in that like he was a good running back but he was a joke in that like he did not belong on the madden cover right that he he was uh he was he was a Danny Woodhead type player. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, a, I get a scrappy it. white dude that like kind of fell into his role on the team through injuries and circumstance and then he, he blew up, had one big year, and then when it came time to vote for who to be on the Madden cover, Peyton Hillis won the vote because like 4chan or something rigged the vote and decided let's troll this thing. It was like that and they, so they sent put him Pit- on the cover? Yeah, so they put him on the cover 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. He's by far the worst player to ever be on a Madden cover, by I far. I didn't know that. That's an unbelievable story. So I think 10 years later, we should put Peyton Hillis. I think he did. Yeah, I think he was part of the promo. I think like the, the promo that, that Madden's been doing, I think Peyton Hillis has a cameo in it. I never actually saw it, but I I, I had read oh my God. about it or something. Um, so Peyton Hillis yeah. and Peyton Hillis, there it is. You win. So two Peyton Hillis. This, this would have worked a lot better if you understood the joke, but... No, I'm That's glad you okay. explained it, because what if other people now didn't know it, it and now, now they get it? Right around that same time, I remember Pitbull saying he would do a concert at like any Walmart in America, <laughs> and then 4chan rigged that vote and sent him to Alaska, and then he did it. I don't know why this is so vivid in my mind, but Pitbull played a concert at a Walmart in Alaska. <laughs> it was the same era of the internet, where it was like, anytime anyone does a vote, we must rig this thing and make it funny. 
And and back then, I guess like they th this was before like people knew about trolls. I guess right, so right. like they're like wow. I guess like the the people really want to see Peyton Hillis on the cover. I guess we have to do it. And now if that happened, they would be like all right, all right. So they obviously rigged it. Like let's right. let's do a different method of of determining this. But like when like, uh, all the BTS fans bought out the Trump rally and then no one showed yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know the internet <clears throat> was like memes used to be so pure i'm so kidding pure. the internet was never pure <laughs> um anyway well there are our list i think we are having like come aparts in real time i feel the brain the gears of my brain are like slowing down as i'm talking mm -hmm. um <laughs> i'm just gonna stare at you and, and watch you try to work your way out of this Send us home, Charlotte. Send us home. Do it. All right. I'm going to send us home. Here's the last thing we got to talk about. Mark, your birthday is next week. We don't have a show. We have something in the works for you, and it's not anything you're going to hate. You're really going to love it. It's a lovely thing, so don't get nervous, because I know that's immediately where your head went. In two weeks, when we come back, we'll have it ready for you, and uh, I hope you have a lovely birthday. I know you're not excited about it, but it's going to be great. I will not be, be back. <laughs> no it's back. really it's legitimately it's legitimately a good thing like okay. i promise you i promise you okay it's not me reading your old tweets i promise okay all right well even though cheese and eggs together calling them cheggs is i still think that's brilliant <laughs> charlotte this is lovely enjoy your vacation enjoy maine um i will see you in two weeks put joe buck and troy aikman on the cover of men make it happen god bless all of you for listening we'll be back in two weeks